0: you're listening to joe radio live positive and motivational content just for you do enjoy and share
1: welcome one and all to joe radio live it is such a pleasure as always to be here with you all thank you as always for all your support in this program we are going to be talking about making good investments all right or making a good investment that is actually The title of this program, Making a Good Investment. All right. Um, And we are not going to be talking mainly about money because I know a lot of times when um, you hear about investment, first thing comes to your mind is money. Well, here we are going to be talking mainly about investing in people. You know, um, whether it's investing in yourself or investing in someone else. And um, first of all, let's, let's start off with what is an investment. All right. Um, it says here, as we Google this, an investment is an asset or item acquired with the goal of generating income or appreciation. Appreciation refers to an increase in the value of an asset over time. When an individual purchases a good as an investment, The intent is not to consume the good, but rather to use it in the future to create wealth. An investment always concerns the outlay of some capital today, be it time, effort, money, or an asset, in hopes of a greater payoff in the future than what was originally put in. All right. Um... For example an investor may purchase a monetary asset now with the idea that the asset will provide income in the future or will later be uh, sold at a higher price for a profit so basically as we talk about investing um you know the bible talks about sowing and reaping all right the bible talks about sowing and reaping and basically when you invest you are sowing and when you yield a return which is what you get for making a good investment and we are talking about uh good investments in this program um when you yield a return you are basically reaping um which is what the bible talks about about sowing and reaping so investing and yielding a return um it's like the biblical sowing and reaping all right now um When you invest in people, be it yourself or someone else, you are basically sowing a seed, right? For example, when you have a seed, that is all you have. But when you sow a seed, you sow it into the ground. It becomes a plant and then eventually becomes a tree. And um, from that tree, from that fruit that you would have gotten from the seed, you would you would get more seeds right? You would get more seeds. You look at any fruit, um, orange, watermelon, um, Gova, any fruit, you know, you always get, um, a seed in the case of like avocado, um, you would get one seed, but, but there are a lot of fruits where you would get multiple seeds in that fruit from sowing one seed, right? It produces fruit. And in that fruit, you know, there's at least one or more seeds. So, basically, when you sow, when you invest, when you, uh, you bless somebody's life, right, um, you are investing, you are sowing into that person's life, and um, at some point down the road, right, you're going to reap the benefits. Now, the thing is, where God is concerned, when we, when we sow, right, at the end of the day, when we sow, in the eyes of God, God is the one that gives the return, right? Um, whoever the return comes through, they are basically the vessel, right? But the return ultimately comes from God. So, you know, a lot of people, or some people, let me say it like that, some people, they, they, they sow into somebody's life and, and, and they expect to be blessed and to get the return from that person. Right, the return does not always come from the same person, right? Because at the end of the day, the return when you make a good investment, the return comes from God, and so you could sow in, um, you could sow here in this person's life and get the return from somebody else or through somebody else, I should say, right? Because the return comes from God. God is the source, right? And I did an earlier program on, um, you know, source and vessel and stuff like that, right? And so it's important to make a good investment it's important to know um, where you're suing to be careful where you're suing to be careful who or what you're investing in it's really really important because you could either get when you when you make an investment you could either yield a return or you could either come out with a loss right so it's, it's one or two things when you when you make an investment you either profit or you lose all right and good investments, you would always get a a good return on your investment, right? And so it's really, really important that we understand. And and remember, we are not just talking about money, but we are talking about effort. We are talking about time and energy. You know, for example, when um, um, all these doctors that we have out here, they would have invested their time and money, right? They would have invested time and money to study and educate themselves so that they know could be of a greater value to, to society. Right? So um, that, is, that is an example of investment and a good investment at that. Right? Because you're supposed to you're supposed to um, get a good return on your investment once you make a good investment. There are some people there are some people um, that because of, of, of their personality, because of their, 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 the goodness of their heart, you know, investing in their lives, sowing a seed in their lives, blessing them, that is a good investment, right? Because you know you're going to yield a good return, right? But if you invest in, you know, the Bible talks about investing in um, sowing in, 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 in good ground. Right, sowing in good ground, so in, um you know in bad ground, which is like among rocks and thorns and, and stuff like that. But when you sow in good ground, you are always going to yield a profit. You're always going to make a profit. When you sow in good ground, you make a good investment. And so we need to really focus on making good investments. And and and, and once again I want to reiterate that we're not just talking about money here, right? investing time and energy in, in things and people when you when you educate yourself, you're investing in yourself you know um, when you, you know you read books you listen to positive stuff, you watch positive videos etc you are investing in yourself you are educating yourself and you are um, you are making yourself better and of greater value and that is that is what a good investment does. A good investment increases in value. And that is what you want to do, right? Um, whether it be yourself, whether it be someone else, you want to, um, whatever you invest in, whoever you invest in, um, that thing or that person um, must become more valuable as a result of um, your investment, right? And so you need to be very, very careful who and what We, sorry, need to be very, very careful because I'm speaking to myself as well. We need to be very, very careful who and what we invest in, right? Um, Some people make bad investments, bad choices and stuff like that. And and they lose hundreds, thousands, millions of dollars because they made a a bad investment, right? And so I believe in investing in, in people and investing in good people. Because when you invest in good people, you can't go wrong. When you invest in someone who has a good attitude, a good spirit, a right spirit, a clean heart, you know, their intentions are pure, you know, they don't have ulterior motives and stuff like that. Somebody like that is what I call good soil to invest in, good soil to sow into, you know, right? Sowing into their life, you know that you're not going to, you can't go wrong sowing in their life, right? Because they are not just going to be valuable to themselves, but they are going to be valuable to others. They are going to increase in value and they are going to be a blessing to themselves, a blessing to others. And that is what you want. When you you sow, when you make an investment, it must must be of benefit to others. And that is the importance of making a good investment. It must be of benefit to others. Whether you invest money, time, energy, it must um, profit It must benefit others. All right? And so if you never thought about it, um, or maybe you never saw it that way, you know, I I trust that this is is food for thought, that it would be a blessing, that it would get you thinking. And before I forget, as we always do in every single program, I would like to invite you, if you do not know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, I would like to invite you to accept him into your life. Right now, this very minute sooner rather than later. It's very quick, simple, and easy. Just say, Lord Jesus, I come to you as sinner. I repent of all of my sins. I ask of your mercy and your forgiveness. Come into my life. Change me. I am yours from this day forth. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. If you said that prayer, genuinely meant it from your heart, welcome to the body of christ get a king james version bible begin to read and study the word of god and um god is going to direct you he's going to lead you you know he's going to just open your eyes to some stuff and teach stuff, right and, and and it's the beginning of a really really great experience with god all right so back to our message making a good investment all right so my advice to you is as you as you go about every day, because every day we are we every day we are we are making investments, whether good or bad, every single day. When you invest your time, when you invest your energy, when you go to work, you are investing time, right? When you do anything, you invest in time, you invest in energy, um, depending on what it is, money as well. And so every day, um, whoever you be, we are all uh, making investments on a daily basis, right? Whether the investments are good, whether the investments are bad, it is up to us to know and understand good and bad investments and make the right ones that will profit us. Um, and, and the thing is when you when you make an investment, you may um, may not always reap today. A lot of times you reap down the road. You know, a lot of times you might reap a couple weeks later, a couple months later, a couple years later. For example, people um, you know, who have savings and, 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 and other other types of accounts and stuff like that, you know, um, where, where you can't, uh, maybe you can't touch the money until, you know, somewhere down the road, right? All of that is investment, right? You buy, a, you buy a vehicle, right? You make an investment, you would have made a sacrifice. An investment oftentimes has to do with sacrifice, where you sacrifice something to gain something else, to gain something better, right, again, something down the road, as I said, it may not be, it may not be now, it may not be today, it may be down the road, you understand, um, I remember, I remember watching that video, and, um, this, this young boy, he was homeless at the time, and, and, and this couple, they were passing by, and, they, and, and, you know, the, 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 the wife, you know, was taken aback with him, and, um, You know, they they asked him, you know, what you're doing out here and and all this thing. And, you know, he explained to them, you know, he was homeless, yada, 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 right? And the wife spoke to the husband and they gave. Now, the husband was a little reluctant, right? But the wife was so touched with the young man and, you know, know, um, empathy towards the young man. She gave the young man their rent money and the husband... Nearly caught a fit, right? Not not because he didn't want to help the young man, but he knew that that was their rent money. And she gave it in faith, and she and this was an investment. She was sowing her seed. She was blessing this young man. Years later, they were in their home. The couple were in their home. The same couple had blessed the young man years before. And they couldn't pay their rent. They, they, you know, they ran into some financial difficulties and they couldn't pay their rent. The landlord had given them time and, and, you know, they still couldn't meet the deadlines and stuff like that. And, you know, he told them, you know, well, you know, you would have to move out, etc., etc., and stuff like that. Um, he was selling the he was selling the house, right? And the man that he was selling the house to, he came and they were still there and everything, and. He spoke with them, and, and the, the wife, years before, she had given the young man a wristband. And in speaking, the man speaking with the couple, and the wife saw the wristband, and he reminded them, he realized it was the same couple that had, that had blessed him when he was a child, when he was homeless. And when he realized it was them, they didn't even remember him. They did because it was, you know, years ago. He was able as a result of their blessing, of their investment into his life, he was able to to get his feet back on the ground. He was able to catch himself, he was able to um, go to school, study, and he eventually became a doctor. And when he realized it was them, whatever they were owing he paid it off and he told told the owner that he won't purchase the house again, but he will pay off whatever they owe him. And he, he paid off their debt. And they were so thankful and they were so grateful because they had no way of getting the money, you know? And that is an example of a good investment in somebody's life excuse me and it shows where both parties would have benefited right both parties would have benefited he benefited sooner from that investment and they benefited years down the road from that investment and that is the importance of sewing into people's lives making a good investment Because you never know, you never know, you never know. The person you're blessed today, the person that you are a blessing to today, can be a blessing to you tomorrow. Always remember that. And this is what happens when you make a good investment. It benefits other people. It benefits you, it benefits other people. That is the beauty of making a good investment. All right? So, food for thought, as always, here on Joe Radio Live. Thank you for listening. Thank you for all your support. We appreciate you. We love you. And even now, I cover you with the blood of Jesus Christ. I pray that you have the best day of your life so far. Whatever you're going through, God, know that God is more than able He is more than able. The Bible says he can do exceedingly abundantly above all that you could ever ask or think. Do not lose hope. Do not lose faith. Stay encouraged. Yes, you may cry. You may feel some pain. But whatever you do, do not give up. Remember, in this life, giving up is not an option. Always remember that. All right. So continue listening to the program. All right. Thank you once again for your listenership. And remember to share.
0: It's time for your Hit Your Scripture. Hello and welcome to another scripture for the week I hope this Monday is treating you with love as all Mondays do grind grind so this scripture actually um came from the devotion I was reading and I I wanted to share so it comes from Acts chapter 20 verses 24 let you get your Bibles your phones Whichever is closest in proximity. And it reads, But none of these things come move me. I'm going to start that over because it doesn't say come. But none of these things move me, neither count I my life dear unto myself, so that I might finish my course with joy and the ministry which I have received of the Lord Jesus to testify the gospel of the grace of God. So what does that mean? That's it's kind of lengthy. We're going to break it down. We're going to break it down and see what what comes about. Okay, so but none of these things move me. So um, the prior verse uh, was talking about um, like tribulations that you go through. And it's saying but none of these things move me neither count I my life dear unto myself that part I just think is huge because um, our society is all about self from selfies to um, posting things to get likes um, you know me me I'm gonna promote me my business I might not even bang with you because you're not banging with me. It's all about me. And I mean, it's it's just so much about self and and I even have to you know um, do things out of love versus what I can what I can get in return. you know um, So I think that's huge. Um, so that I might finish my course with joy. And I think that part is just talking about um, you know, in this life, it's a scripture that talks about counting it all joy when you fall into a diverse temptation. So it's like, and I heard a pastor break it down, he said, um, like if you were counting literally things in your life, positive, negative, it's saying count it all joy. So joy, 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 joy. I'm not dwelling on the negative and literally. If you break down your thought pattern, like, what do you think about more in your life? You know, negative things that happen or are you are you counting it all joy? Because I mean, in life, it's all about perception. So, you know, you can you can look at things as losses or lessons, you know, so it's like counting it all joy. Um, So that I might finish my course of joy and the ministry which I have received of the Lord Jesus to testify the gospel of the grace of God. So, um, I think that part is talking about because Jesus, um, when he was on earth, he was bombed, you know, and and he um, came with purpose and you know, his purpose being I mean, his purpose was always of the father. It was like everything he talked about, whatever he did was of the father. And I think it's huge that we understand that, cause I'm reading a book on stewardship right now, and it's talking about how we feel like our life is ours because we're living it naturally. But the Lord gave us this life and the things we own, our money, uh relationships, whatever it's like it's like consulting with the Lord over what he's entrusted you with, this temple, you know, your body, your money, you know you you wouldn't have a job like he's a provider, so it's like um I think that and to testify the gospel of the grace of God, so I want to look up the word grace. This one might be a little long. Yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to cut it. I don't want them to be over five minutes. But um, OK, so Grace is defined as the freely given unmerited favor and love of God, the influence of spirit, the influence or spirit of God operating in humans to regenerate or strengthen them. And the end of that says, which I have received. The ministry which I have received of the Lord Jesus to testify the gospel of the grace of God, testify the gospel of the grace of God. So that's telling people, you know, about God's grace, about how he strengthened you when you were weak about, you know, the times he filled in a gap for you, you know, the grace he's shown you, you know, on your life. Um, I feel like that was kind of all over the place place. I feel like that was kind of all over the place, but um, it was a longer scripture today. But um, I just think it's important that we um, be cautious of how much glory um, we want ourselves. We live in a society that literally is all about me. I'm posting pictures, You know, um, I'm doing things to get recognized. Social media is all about recognition. And granted, you can, you know, promote your business, whatever like that, which is great, it's a great tool. However, it's it's such an avenue to, um, you know, receive a type of glory and glorify, you know, I'm posting this, I'm trying to look, you know, I'm trying to let people see, you know, I say you know a lot. But to ultimately know that all the glory belongs to God. All of it. Like he he created you how you looking. He did that. And you're just a receiver. You you look at yourself in the mirror and you didn't do nothing. Your parents, he did that too. You know, from the beginning. So and um it's actually something I kind of struggle with that I want to share because the Lord has been working in my life in different capacities like with acting and different things and it's like when people comment um, I kind of struggle with saying you know glory be to God or all praises and I struggled because I was thinking about what other people would think about me saying that which is which is odd even thinking about what other people think. But um, you know, it's like I want I want people to know it's it's no glory to myself, but then it's like I don't want to force it. Glory be to God. Glory be to God, you know, after every comment. And being okay with saying thank you. Thank you. You know the Lord is good, you know, and, and I always try to reflect it back to him, but realizing even more that your life is a testimony. Like you're literally a living testimony and you're literally a living instrument for his glory to um, be shared with if he trusts you enough. So I wanted to share that too. Um, but I wanted to pray real quick. I know it's probably like eight minutes, but it is what it is. Um, Holy Spirit, are invited in. Lord, I thank you for another week. I thank you for another day. Thank you for the um, viewers and just uh, this opportunity to share your word. And um, Lord, I just ask on this week that you um, that you be on the viewer's mind to consult with with their day-to-day activities, Lord. That that when they receive. Um, you know, accolades that they attributed to you and that they realize that, um, you know, they're an instrument for you, God. I ask that you touch uh, their hearts on today. I just thank you, Lord, for your grace and your mercy. And I thank you for Jesus who was, you know, the living word. I thank you for Just all that you're doing in our lives and all that you're going to do, Lord. uh, I just appreciate you um, even being here in the moment. And I just ask that you be with us on this week, that we may um, seek you uh, on what to do from moment to moment, God. Not just the big moments, but to include you in our you know, everyday activity like like you are best friend. Um, I just appreciate all the things you do. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Um, be blessed on this week, and I'll see you next week. Hey.
2: God is awesome. Listen to this testimony.
3: I never thought that I would be doing this because people told me what I could not do. They didn't tell me who I was. They never told me what I could accomplish, who I could be. They put the shackles on and the limits on. But God used music in order to free me by increments of all the bondage until I could move past what people thought of me, until I could move past people's opinion. Until I could move past people's naysaying. Until I could see in me what others wouldn't tell me was there. Hallelujah. And I was a little boy who had deformed hands. You know, webs between my hands and arthritis in the fingers. Who people would look at and say, oh, your hands are ugly. But one day, a man by the name of Andre Crouch met a little 11-year-old boy sitting on the front row of Bethel Gospel Tabernacle. And he, I was the only one left in the room waiting for him to come out, and he came out, and he said, hey, young man, what are you doing here? I was 11 years old, and I said, I'm waiting for you. 1971, I'm waiting for you. He said, are you born again? I said, yes, sir. He said, I was born again when I was nine. I said, me too. He said, well, do you, do you sing and play, the, or, 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 or do you play the piano? I said, no, sir. He said, I didn't either. My father prayed for me when I was 11. I said, I'm 11. You're laughing. He said, my father prayed for me. I said, my father can't pray for me because he's not born again. And Andre Crouch said, do you mind if I pray for you? And Andre Crouch laid his hands on my head. Mashonda bahohi. And prayed one simple prayer. Lord, give him what you gave to me. Never take for granted the ministries that you sit under. Never take for granted the people that you run into. Because Marvin Winas, my pastor Marvin Winas taught me one thing. He said, if the anointing is genuine, it's two things. If it's a genuine anointing, it's two things. It's tangible and it's transferable. Somebody's getting a transfer tonight. on this stage in this congregation through the television somebody's getting a divine transfer tonight by the anointing somebody makes some noise in this house and and then god opened up my ears to learn how to play the piano no musical lessons just absorbing what you heard And then God started taking me. The way my music started was not not any specific grandiose way. It came through the hymns. And when I was nine years old, every Sunday, in Bethel Gospel Tabernacle, every Sunday, they would sing right before prayer. Sweet hour of prayer. Sweet hour of prayer that calls me from this world of care, and bid me at my Father's throne to make all my wants and my wishes known. At nine years old, I knew all of the verses. In my seasons of distress and my grief, Of the tempter's snare By thy return Sweet hour of prayer Sweet hour of prayer Sweet hour of prayer Thy wings shall my petitions bear To him whose truth and faithfulness Engage the waiting soul to be. And since he bids me seek his face, believe his word, and trust his grace, I can cast on him my every care, and I'll wait for thee, sweet hour of prayer. But when I was nine, that third verse got me. I would cry, nine years old, sitting in the church, and I'm about to cry now. And I would cry when I heard the words of the third verse, and it was just sweet hour of prayer, sweet hour of prayer. May I thy consolation share until from Mount Piscas lofty heart, And I'll rise up to seize the everlasting prize. And I'll shout while passing through the air, "Farewell. Farewell. 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 Farewell Sweet hour Of prayer And they would sing songs In church Hallelujah Y'all don't hear what I'm saying They would say What can wash away my sins You say What can make me whole
2: majesty, worship his majesty. Unto Jesus be all born. God Lord Jesus, we set aside the balance of this evening to focus upon Your kingship and Your lordship. Yes, Lord, we acknowledge You as the sacrifice, the great sacrificial Lamb. We thank You, Lord God, for the blood that You shed for us. We thank You, O oh Lord God, for the great mercies and blessings that You that You showered upon our lives tonight, Lord, we want to see you not as a lamb, but we want to worship you as that Lion of Judah, the King above all kings. Thank you. Thank you for your presence. We bow before you. We acknowledge you. We honor you as King of kings and Lord of lords. So. His majesty